going on, everybody? This is Drew here. I want to welcome you all to a brand new episode of Phoenix Down. This is Phoenix Down episode, and we're going to freak you out here. 91.4. Time warping. Yeah, we're time warping. Um, And we are going back to The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt with the downloadable content that is Hearts of Stone. And today I have with me Matt. Hello. And yeah, so uh, going into Hearts of Stone, which was the first DLC expansion for The Witcher 3. Um, I, I, I can't remember. Well, I've got the Wikipedia up. I don't know why. I just don't actually look at that. Uh, Hearts of Stone was the first expansion pack for the 2015 video game The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. It was released on October 13th of 2015. Uh, So, yeah. um, You can choose to play this, like, as soon as you boot up the game, if you haven't installed, it will tell you, hey, do you want to play this first? And uh, you get the option of either creating a character that is already up to the level it needs to be to take on this stuff, or you can import your character from The Witcher 3. I chose to import my character. Uh, which or might... you could just find it organically, right? What do you mean? Like, you can just be playing and accessing it at any time in the regular game. True. You can do that as well, yeah. Um, yeah. Because I had both the beginning quest for the the both expansions like in my quest line, but I just never did them because I hadn't finished the game. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, with this one, uh, everybody kind of knew it was going to be kind of a smaller package. I wouldn't say smaller, but definitely not as large scale as, well, Blood and Wine, which came out later on. But, um, Everybody was saying, ah, it's about 10 hours, which is significant. That was about the, as long as um, the um, the DLC for uh, for Horizon. So, yeah, it's, I mean, so f- I haven't finished it, so that's uh, that goes to show you something. <laughs> yeah, uh, and, I, and I was kind of looking forward to playing it for a couple of reasons. One, The Witcher 3 was just already fantastic. Yeah. And two... Both of these expansions have been so well regarded. I mean, there's a lot of games where I'll use the DLC as a as another way to get some time with the game, but as actual content, I could take it or leave it. Right. But th- these actually both come highly recommended. So, you know, not only is it just another way to play The Witcher, but I was looking forward to the actual expansions themselves. Yeah, as was I. I've actually owned both expansions when they came out. Because I was like, I'm going to play through this game eventually, but I, you know, I never did. And uh, yeah, I finally yeah. finished this, you know, and let's do it. Yeah, I think on the PS4 I have Witcher Three with the expansion packs. I, I'm I'm still playing this on the PC though, and I I never bought the expansion packs until way later when they were on sale for half off or something and. I knew at some point I'd get to him again, but never really knew when. Right. So, yeah, uh, with The Witcher 3, uh, Wild Hunt, colon, Hearts of Stone, um, 
Geralt gets a quest, just a standard like Witcher contract, which is asking us to hunt a monster that is down in the sewers and is eating people, particularly women. Uh, and so Geralt goes to the quest giver, who happens to be this guy who is the leader of like this ruffian band of people very like like i was taken back as to what was actually happening here because you know i got and i guess Geralt was too but um you know we walk into this mansion and there's just a bunch of like roughnecks sitting around getting drunk and nobody's answering his question he just wants to talk to the person (laughs) And everybody's like, I am. They're doing the I'm Spartacus thing. Yeah, I'm Olgeard. Yeah. But we're looking for Olgeard von er- Eric? Everick. Everick. Um, and um, he finally shows himself. And he wants us to go hunt this monster. Uh, he says that there has been multiple women who have went down into the sewers Geralt's like, why are women going down into the sewers? Because apparently there's a toad down in the sewers. And, well, since magic and stuff exists in this world, I guess they figure, well, there's a toad down there who is probably a prince who, if we kiss him, he'll fall in love with us and we'll then become like a queen. So they've been going down there and not coming back. <laughs> <laughs> so Geralt's like, okay, all right, I'll I'll go do it. Um, on the way of out of the mansion, uh, did he know that though before he went there? I thought he didn't know that it might be a prince. Otherwise, well, he wouldn't have tried to kill it. I thought. Well, it, he thought it was a monster. Somebody kept mentioning, you know, women are going down there to kiss a toad. Yeah, was he just too dense to think it might be a prince? Because I thought he was shocked when... Oh, he was shocked. Yeah. He was shocked, but I guess he just figured it was just a, a rumor. And yeah. that it was just a monster down there killing somebody. A little, a little slow on the uptake there, Geralt. Yeah. So, um, uh, before, before we leave this manor, uh, I get stopped by a woman who says that her... Friend, he's saying friend, but I'm pretty sure it's her boyfriend, um, was killed by a bunch of guys. And she's wanting us to track down these killers and take them out. Did you do this quest, Matt? I did not. I meant to do it and then got busy on my main quest line and kind of forgot about it. Okay. Well, you missed out on something kind of cool. Um, which is, which was the beginning of where this game harkens back. So, um, the, I went, that's the first thing I did was do this side quest. Cause it was only like level 32. I'm, I'm level 35. Easy freaking peasy, right? <laughs> no, so far. Well, it's gotten easier, but like the first probably two or three hours of this game, I was getting my butt handed to me. And especially right here, because man, I got swarmed by guys. Mm. So what ended up happening was. Uh, this guy, her boyfriend or whatever, was dealing in fish tech. And uh, when we went to where he was p- 
potentially killed, we find that they have been creating fish tech out of their their little hut. We follow the trail, and it leads to kind of like a cave area. And there's guys there kind of rummaging around. It's guys who are from the Order of the Flaming Rose. Oh, yeah. Those guys. Been a while. Yeah. And so they're like, oh. And then they, they attack Geralt. Um, we kill them there, and then we follow their trail from where they came from back to their kind of main hideout. And I swear, dude, there's probably eight or nine guys in here in a, like a, in like a cavern area. And they're making their own fish tech and selling it out to people to basically, you know, be drug dealers for them. And, uh, when we talk to the head guy there, um, he talks like, yeah, after everything that happened in the Witcher one, the order of the flaming rose went on hard times and well, we have to resort to this kind of thing. And I chose the dialogue option of, um, oh, well, you know, um, gosh, what was his name? The guy you, you, you were friends with that was part of the order. I had it on the tip of my tongue and it's gone now. Oh, jeez. Uh, um, Frederick? Siegfried. Oh, we could go with that. Siegfried. 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 Yep. Uh, he's like, Siegfried would be like, so disappointed in all of you guys. And they're like, wait a minute, I know who you are. You're Geralt. You're the <laughs> reason we're in this crap. <laughs> and so they all attack me. And man, I died here probably four or five times. Cause these guys just surround me. I ended up having to basically respec all my points and (laughs) I did. I went back to town, respect all my points and put points into, um, the shield one, the shield sign. Uh, sure. Yeah. And so that was the only thing that saved me in that fight. After that, it was kind of, it got kind of easier. So I don't know what happened there. Um, but anyway, after going through all that, I was able to, um, I finished that. I just ended up killing all those guys, unfortunately. But, um, so we ran into the, the order of the flaming rose again. Um, but anyway, finally we make it to where we enter the sewers. When we enter the sewers, we noticed that there's already been like a band of people who went down into the sewers. And, uh, most of them are all massacred. Um, and as we're, we're checking this place out, um, we notice there's a guy there, um, who has been recently killed. And as we're examining him, we run into Shawnee. If anybody remembers who Shawnee is, she was one of the main characters in The Witcher 1. Yeah, from the first game. The very first game. Uh, the elf uh, medic who you could romance in uh, The Witcher 1. If I remember correctly, Matt, you romanced her while I romanced Triss. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, kind of flipped in this game. Yeah, it definitely... I, I was all into Triss this game. Well, see, it definitely flipped in this expansion because I was like, mm, yeah, I'm going to be... Um, I'm going to be, uh, well, I'm going to be banging her sometime. So, <laughs> uh, 
So yeah, uh, she went down there with this these band of guys to basically slay this beast, whatever it was. And uh, she was there as kind of like a medic, but also she wanted to examine it because it has poisoned some of the people. Uh, apparently it spit some type of venom. And she was hoping to make an antidote for it. Um, so, uh, Living up to her, her medic role. Yeah. So uh, her and Geralt um, decide to team up to go find this monster. Uh, during this time, we're still getting attacked by, like, drowners and stuff like that. But um, eventually, we're like, okay, we figured it out. It likes, because uh, there was a person with her leg gnawed off. And she tried to bandage it. And, uh, or no, she bandaged a leg wound and uh, put alcohol on it to kind of, you know, I guess clean it. And later on we find the body and she's like, his leg's missing. It chewed off its leg for some reason and just left the rest of the body. And like, okay, well it sounds like it likes blood and alcohol mixed. So he had the big idea of let's lure this thing out and, uh, we'll see if we can fight it. Some kind of vampire toad. Yeah. So, uh, he tells Shawnee to go away because she, you know, she, this is very dangerous. He then covers a corpse that's bleeding with alcohol, and he waits. And out of these sewer tunnels comes a gigantic toad, uh, about the size of a bus. <laughs> uh, this fight slightly sucked. Every time I tried to get close to it, it would jump in the air and knock me back. Yeah, that's... a bit of a theme in this whole expansion I think hmm. but you know it's yeah I it was a little bit tough but th there are a good four or five boss fights in this expansion and I, I don't know there, it felt like the density was higher than in the base game the quality was good enough that I was like yeah I mean I kind of liked the boss fights though uh, I'm still playing this game on easy so I I'm clearly not taxing myself on the combat. Right. Well, see, I'm playing on normal, and it's, you know, been challenging. This whole yeah. DLC's kind of been challenging a little bit. Um, uh, I, I, I dread one fight, then. Oh, for good. You. Oh, good. Because <laughs> I, I even had a little... I mean, I didn't really... I didn't die or anything, but I was surprised at how quickly I almost died in one of the fights. Hmm. So, um, after fighting this toad and killing it, it immediately turns into <laughs> a human, and now there's a dead human laying there. Uh, Geralt is wounded, he's, he's poisoned, and uh, right before he blacks out, he sees what looks like the guards. That, yeah, good timing. <laughs> yeah, the guards who are part of this person's uh posse <laughs> show up and they're like oh he killed our he killed our prince <laughs> and uh he passes out uh next thing he remembers is waking up he's now on a boat and he is in the brig uh, basically he has been captured 
and uh, these guys speak a, a foreign language that he doesn't even understand. Uh, there's a guy in uh, the cell next to him who speaks common and is like, yeah, so you uh, were being carted off to their land. There are, who, what were they called? The Orferi. Yeah. Uh, they were being taken there and were probably going to be executed. You uh, you killed their prince, apparently, and, well, they're not too happy about that. Yeah, not much you can do to offset that. So uh, after the guards leave, uh, a guy shows up, a shadowy figure, and as he walks up, he says, Hey, you remember me, Geralt? When I killed your brother? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, every time I think of remember me, I just immediately think of Judge Doom. Anyway. Um, so this guy, it's like, hey, you remember me? And I chose, yeah. I had no idea who this person was. Yeah, I, I did the same thing. I'm like, well, Geralt would remember. I, I sure as shit don't, but yeah. Geralt probably would. <laughs> and, um, yeah. Uh, he's like, yeah, you, yeah, I remember you. You were that guy who I met in White Orchard. So the first guy Geralt talks to when arriving in White Orchard, which is the very first town at the beginning of The Witcher 3, it was a Which traveler. Literally years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, years and years ago. The guy he met in, in the White Orchard Tavern, uh, who basically gave him his first hint as to where Yennefer is, uh, is now here on this boat. And he's like, yeah, it's uh, it's me. Seems like you're in kind of a pickle right now. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, well, I can get you out if you want me to. And he's like, well, yes, I want to get out. And he's like, okay. I was like, just remember, you're going to owe me after this. And as he says that, a brand burns on Geralt's freaking face. <laughs> and He's already got a scarred face. He's already got a scarred oh, face. scarred but, and branded. But now he's branded. And uh, a storm starts on the on the waves and crashes the ship makes it capsize uh Geralt then wakes up now it's daylight <laughs> and he's he's washed up on shore and he's now trying to be now just basically marched to <laughs> the uh the kingdom of of these people but he's able to escape. He gets his sword, and there's you're surrounded by guys. And then there's also a mage there who throws tornadoes at you. Yeah, I would have called that another boss fight. He was not hard, but a, a little bit annoying. I did not fight this man. So, oh, you didn't? No. What ended up happening was I fought all these guys, killed all of them. And when I tried to fight this guy, I couldn't kill him. Because every time I got close to him... He'd summon a tornado and push me away. And I would yep. die. I died probably three or four times here. And I was uh, like, okay, so I'm running. And that's exactly <laughs> what I did. I left those guys in the freaking dust. It's a valid strategy throughout most of The Witcher 3 because at some point they all just give up. Yeah. You don't have to be the best. You just have to have the most endurance, I think. 
So before this guy who branded us left the boat, he told us to meet him at the crossroads. <laughs> That's not a song. Oh yeah. Well, here's this is the thing, and I don't know because I haven't done it yet. When he said meet me at the crossroads in this town, I was thinking this guy's a demon. Because I've seen enough episodes of Supernatural to know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, um, yeah, so I just ran away from these guys, went to the town, and then meditated until midnight, met this guy at the crossroads. And he was like, okay, so I helped you out. Now you owe me. And Geralt's like, okay, well, what do you want me to do? He's like, well, why don't you first... Go and tell your, you know, the guy that owes you money that you'd killed the monster for him. And he's like, okay. He's like, trust me, just go. So we make it back to the, um, the manor, which is now ablaze. <laughs> I walk up to him, I'm like, oh crap, this thing's on fire. <laughs> and, uh, this, you know, Von Eric's Everick's party is just sitting there, just, you know, getting drunk, watching this mansion burn down. And Is this not the point when they're beheading a person, or is that... Yes. A big, yeah, okay. Yeah, so this is what basically starts this whole thing. So, uh, they're getting ready to behead a guy, a part of, uh, one of the guys from the gang, um, and... Me being the Geralt that I am, I was like, whoa, let him yeah. go. And they're like, no, he needs to die. He, he's, I can't remember what he did, but um, Geralt's like, well, you know I, what? I think he like besmirched one of the women's honor. Okay. Like I, I think he like he had either made a pass at one of the women or cornered her and kissed her. I don't know. Yeah. So uh, Geralt's like, well, you know what? You're not going to do that. You're going to go through me first. And of course, they're like, okay, well, we're gonna we're gonna stink and fight. And right before we start fighting, uh, Von Everick shows up, and he's like, okay, I tell you what, why don't me and you fight, and you can be that guy's champion, and if you win, we'll let him go. And so we have a boss fight here. And I didn't realize I was going to be fighting this guy. Um, also, I actually did not fight him. Really? I don't remember my choice, but I definitely said something to the effect of you shouldn't behead that guy. But then my second choice apparently wasn't strong enough, and they just beheaded him anyway. No. Oh. So my guy survived. I, uh, I chose to fight Von Everick. And so, fun fact, you I don't know if you, you've beaten this DLC, I have not. Yep. I don't know if you fought this guy. I got some crazy sense out of this guy. So, when the fight starts, this dude can freaking teleport. <laughs> this guy teleports all over the freaking battlefield. And then, like, teleports to me and tries to hit me. 
If I get too many hits in on him, he picks up dirt and throws it in my eyes and blinds me for a few seconds. I was able to beat this guy, but it took me a while. And when I beat him, it goes to a cutscene. This cutscene, Geralt, as he's getting ready to attack, chops his freaking head off. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> so he chops this guy's... It doesn't, it doesn't chop all the way. It chops to the point where his neck falls back and you can't see his head anymore. Okay. And, and as he's getting ready to stagger and fall down to the ground, he starts clapping. And he finally reaches back behind himself and pulls his head back. And his neck starts to reattach to his body. <laughs> and well, like, which is interesting because you, you see – your first impression of him is that he's a guy who's been through some shit, right? He's scarred all over his whole body, even his side of his head. Uh, I don't think you really expected when you see him that he's been through this kind of mutilation. But uh, you know, th this is kind of crazy just seeing the extent to which he has recovered from. Right. So – did you ever see any of this? Nope. Okay. So I was like, okay, not only can this guy teleport, he's apparently immortal. And so, yeah, Geralt's kind of taken back from that. He's like, okay. And then all of a sudden, the the, the guy who holds our, I don't know, ransom <laughs> Shows contract. up. Yeah, contract. He finally introduces himself. His name is uh, Gaunter Odim. And uh, Gaunter is basically... Or I'll call him Odim. Because most people just call him Odim. But uh, Odim is like, okay, so here's the deal. I owe you three wishes. He's telling this to Von Eric. Everick. And... I'm going to, since Geralt owes me, I'm going to have him give you those wishes. And he's like, all right. So I have to come up with three wishes for Geralt to do. Um, during this conversation, he also explains that um, he knew that the frog was a prince. In fact... He was the person who cursed him into a frog. Yes. So Geralt was like, so you knew I was going and killing somebody who was very prominent. He's like, yeah, because I wanted you to. That was the whole plan. It's all part of the plan. So Geralt's obviously pissed about that. And he basically got, you know, he got hosed into this, <laughs> basically. Yeah, and, and here you're getting kind of like all your different shades of... Olgird, right? Like he seems to maybe have some morals, but he also seems uh, a bit, you know, I, I don't want to just say crazy. He's not like, like he's gone mad crazy, but you know, he's clearly fearless. I didn't get to see that part of why he's so fearless <laughs> where his head's uh, mostly off. But even, you know, even that first scene, the very first scene where you meet him is kind of interesting when he's admiring the stone statue and then he just knocks it over and breaks it that's right yeah uh, um 
you know, and I, I actually like that scene even more, you know, once you get through the whole game because, uh, there, there's certainly a little bit of, you definitely get to understand him as the DLC progresses, but really even just these first glimpses are interesting. Like, he, he, yeah, he, he's just a bit of a complex character. Like, he seems like he would be dashing, he's got his fancy little mustache, but he's also super, super scarred, and he seems a bit, uh, again, not crazy, but maybe uncaring, I think is, is like, he, he doesn't really care if he's hurting people. Almost as if he has a heart of stone. Yep, yep. <laughs> per, per, perhaps he's a dick and has a heart of stone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's, I, I liked his character from moment one, even if I didn't like him as a character. Right. That's a person. So, um, during this time, I'm thinking, who is the bad guy here? Yeah, exactly. Are they both bad guys? Is one of them secretly a good guy? I don't know. I don't trust Odim with anything. Yeah, I, I don't trust either of them. Yeah. And I don't think Geralt really would like either of them. Yeah. So, uh, he's tasked, Geralt is tasked with his first two wishes. The first one being he wants a house brought to him. and His own house, right? Yeah. Well, it's yeah. whose house? I can't remember whose house it is. Yeah, they, they name the estate. I think I've got it written down here. Uh, but Borsodi's house, yeah. There you go, Borsodi. He wants particularly Borsodi's mansion, uh, and he wants, but it's 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 literal. He wants the house to be brought to him, and that girl's like, "How do I move a friggin' house?" It's like, oh, you figure it out." <laughs> the next thing he wants us to do is his brother show him a good time show my brother a good time and Geralt's like okay um so after uh, after getting his little his his tasks he's then met by Odim later on and Odim explains to him that getting the house that's easy showing his brother a good time that's the tricky part and Geralt's like okay why I'll just get him drunk, maybe get him laid. So what? His brother's dead. Carol's like, oh. <laughs> Necromancy. Great. So now I gotta bring this guy back from the dead? He's like, well, why don't you go talk to your friend Shawnee about that? Of course, Carol's like, how do you know about Shawnee? He's like, I know a lot about a lot of things. <laughs> and it's which is never the kind of phrase that uh, will make you trust somebody. Yeah. So uh, uh, that's the first. So the first thing we, we we can do whichever one we want first. I chose to show the brother a good time because I yeah, want, I wanted to I see how this played out. <laughs> so um, going to Shawnee, uh, who is uh, currently creating that antidote uh, and helping out uh, the soldiers that were poisoned. Um. Geralt's like, okay, so here's the deal. I have to do these tasks for this guy. 
and one of them is showing his brother a good time, and he's dead. She's like, well, how do you do that? And he's like, well, I'm, I'm going to try to at least summon his ghost and see if I can talk to him. And Shawnee's like, okay, well, I can get this item. I can't remember what the item is, but the, I can get this item that can help you with that. So she meets us at the old Von Erwerk estate. We go into the crypts. We do our little chant with our our incense. Yep. Shake it all over the place. Yep. And uh, loot, loot swords out of a bunch of... <laughs> I do a little bit of grave robbing in my time. Yeah, I, I ended up with a lot of swords for some reason. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so we, we summon not only... Well, we summon all of the family ghosts... <laughs> And we have to fight them off because they're like, ah, we're not gonna, we're not gonna trust you. So I have to fight. They're off. essentially just grumpy dead people. Yeah, just really grumpy old dead people. So I fight them all off, and finally the brother shows up. Um, crap! What, what, I, for the life of me, I can't remember what his name is. Uh shit! It starts with an O. No, that's the that's the one we're working for. Oh, Garrett. Oh, Garrett is uh, the one we're working for. Uh, just the F, maybe? Vladimir? Vladimir. Vladimir von Everick. So, Vladimir shows up as a ghost. And he's like, okay, so, what do you want? And he's like, well, I'm tasked with showing you a good time. By who? By your brother. Oh. It's like, oh, I love my brother. Yeah. He sounds like he wants uh, to show me a good time. Ah, oh, dear old brother. It's always looking out for me. Yep. Even in death. So, Carol's like, how do we do this? And he's like, well, you can bring me back from the dead, I guess. And Carol's like, yeah, but your body's like decomposed. I can't really bring your body back. And so... He comes up with an idea. I'm a ghost. Ghosts can possess people, right? And he possesses Geralt. <laughs> yep. Yep. Which is weirdly like that premise could go a lot of different ways. And I, I really like that they went the comedic route. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> um. Here's the catch. Nobody knows that Geralt's possessed except for Shawnee. Shawnee. Who doesn't even know at first. Yeah, Shawnee doesn't know at first. She thinks Geralt's just acting weird. <laughs> On top of that, Shawnee can't actually see the ghost. So there's times where the ghost will leave Geralt's body. Geralt's now talking to the ghost because he can see it. And Shawnee's basically standing there watching Geralt talk to himself. But they set up some ground rules. They're going to show him a good time by allowing him to possess Geralt's body. She is just so happens to be invited to a wedding that's taking place the next day. So, why don't we go as a couple to this wedding? We can get drunk... We can dance, we can have fun, and find some bridesmaids. There you go. We're gonna we're gonna show him 
the time of his afterlife. So, it's agreed. He's got up until midnight. Once the clock strikes 12, you're out of here. So, this this whole thing plays out in a lot of cutscenes. Um, and a lot of it is fantastic. So, yep. Von Everick, while possessing Geralt, is thinks he's a ladies' man, is infatuated with Shawnee, and is thinks yeah, sort of infatuated. He's infatuated <laughs> with her until he sees somebody else, and basically then only realizes, oh, but I, you know, I, I kind of have one that I'm working on here. Yeah. He's always like he's jumping around. And I think he's like a like a kid in a candy store. Yeah, finally let out. So uh, we go to this wedding, and um, I decided that any dialogue choice that I made with Von Everick possessing Geralt was going to be the most ridiculous thing ever. <laughs> I played it to make I wanted to embarrass the crap out of Geralt. <laughs> Did you get him to wear the bunny ears? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so there's multiple things during this wedding that we, we have to do to basically have a good time. Uh, you could chase some pigs into the pen. <laughs> yep. You can go diving after Shawnee shoes. So there's this tradition where the woman throws the shoes into her shoes into this lake and you have to go dive down and get them. Um, and, I thought some more things were going to happen there because I found all the other women's boots, too. I did, too. And I was like, oh, man, he's going to go after them all. <laughs> all right, ladies, line up. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he didn't. Um, there was dancing. Obviously, you can go and dance. Uh, I wonder – I don't remember how this expansion was pitched. But it seems right for the type of, like, you know, stoic Geralt. Always grumpy with his one-liners, and then just seeing him with bunny ears, him singing and dancing, like it, it would be weird to wonder, like, wait, that, that's not the Geralt I know, <laughs> and then not find out until you're actually playing it. Oh, he's actually possessed. That would be so good. That would be so good. Yeah, some somehow I don't I don't remember that ever happening, but you know I wasn't I hadn't played Witcher three, so I would have actively avoided any ads for any expansions. That's true. But, uh, yeah. So, um, going around this wedding, uh, we are, you know, just trying to have a good time. We get into a fight because we hit on a woman and the brothers show up and say, whoa, stop hitting on my sister. So I hit a bunch of guys with a fence post. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I get drunk multiple times. I like I like that conversation before the fight with Shawnee too, and he's just like, "Oh yeah, yeah, you want me to? I'll I'll go find somebody else. I'll hit on that girl right there." Yeah. And she she what she leaves after you attack her brothers, right? Yep. Yeah. And uh, there's also the part where we have to go get the jester, who's the fire eater. Yep. Um, that was the first one I did. Let's see, I, I, that was like the last one I did. So the the fire eater guy has been chased off by this dog that's like a beast. Yeah, he, he keeps calling it a beast, and it's like a little puppy thing. 
and uh, I used Geralt to make him use the sign the that um, like uh, like mind control. I make the dog go back home, and then I get the the jester down who's drunk, and we like okay, we'll sober you up on the way there. And then when we get back to town, <laughs> the the guy's getting ready to do his performance, and everybody's like. The dog. He's like, "What did it come back?" He says, "No, it's back, but it's it's acting freaking it's weird." Acting funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's just kind of like laying there, and all the kids are like poking it. <laughs> and girls like, "I it must have got into something. I don't know." <laughs> yeah, must have been eating some of those weeds. Oh man! Uh, but that, that's a good. Like that segment right there was also a good example of the way, like how good the writing is, because it's. It's it's almost a, a pretty nuanced way to write well, right? It's not like it's not like they're telling you this epic tale necessarily, and the best parts don't involve anything epic. It's just really, you know, what The Witcher has always done well, Witcher three at least. It's just really, really good characterization. So even Vladimir in Geralt's body is asking the fire breather like how he does it and. You know, trying to learn. He's like, oh, maybe I could learn this tonight. And it was just so, like, in keeping with him having been cooped up for so long, really desperately wanting this good night and just really, like, alive and really wanting to learn anything he can still. And, you know, it was just kind of like a, a some minor bits of dialogue. But I'm like, yeah, that feels right. Yeah. Feels like something he would care about. It's it, it's really well done. Like, the... Like I, I actually really like Shawnee. In fact, I think I prefer her over the rest of them. <laughs> I really do. She's she because she's the most down to earth person. Yeah. Everybody sure. else there is has an epic tale to tell. You know, like I'm a mage, and I can, I can do all sorts of sorcery and stuff. And we've got to save all these people. And Shawnee's just like I, I'm a medic, and I'm at a wedding, and I'm wanting to have a good time. And it's fun to... And I kind of like Geralt. Yeah, I like Geralt, and it's kind of funny watching him being possessed. <laughs> so, um... But yeah, uh, so we get ready to start our dance, and as we are walking in, we are introduced by some guy on stage, and it just so happens to be Odim. And he's there saying, Oh, here's Geralt of Rivia and Shawnee, and everybody play a song for them. And Geralt obviously sees him, but he can't do anything because he's being possessed. And after they do their dance, uh, Von Everick sneaks in a, a little kiss to um, to Shawnee. Shawnee's like, okay, here's the deal. I'm having fun, but here, y- you need to keep your hands to yourself. And I, as Von Everick, I was like, don't screw this up for Geralt. So I'm going to say, I'm going to back off. <laughs> <laughs> um, and periodically Von Everick will come out of Geralt's body to talk to Geralt for a second and Von Everick, or, or because Shawnee wants to make sure that Geralt's still okay on a couple of occasions right and uh, I do like the line that he pulls out and Geralt's talking to Shawnee and Shawnee obviously can tell that she has feelings for Geralt and I like Von Everick's like, well, you know what? At least I've got her liking you. You know, and I was like, ah, he's, I don't think he's as bad as, as the game may make him out to be. Yeah. And he, yeah, it's, they, they, do, they walk a good line with that as well. Like in the same way that 
old Geard kind of seems like a bad guy, but he's not doesn't seem evil necessarily. They, they make Vladimir, yeah, like he's he's kind of uh, you know a womanizer, but you know, he, yeah, he's not vicious or like necessarily mean spirited, right? In any way, so that, yeah, they do a good job of making him kind of ridiculous, but not you know, but but he's a little bit endearing too, so you can yeah. kind of see why. Shawnee would be interested because she already likes Geralt. She's like, oh, now he's look, look how expressive. Yeah, uh, you know, this is like what Geralt could be if he was actually into me. And you know, and I think at least twice, I think she asks him like, so you can actually tell what's happening, right? Like you're, you, you know, you, you would, you know what's happening, right? Like this is not going to come as a surprise to you. This, this actually, you you remember this happening. Well, yeah, that's why she brought up the fact that the Odim, she didn't know who he was, but she was like, that guy acted like he knew both of us. He's like, yeah, I know him. He's the guy who holds my contract, essentially. And so we go and talk to him, and he's, once again, mysterious and leading and everything like that. And um, he talks to he talks to uh, Von Everett because he's like, oh, you, you know I'm in Geralt's body. He's like, of course I do. I know... I know a lot of things. I know everything about this. I kind of set it up that way. And um, he starts talking about how um, uh, Von Everick's, you know, well, Olgrid, the, the, the living brother, is, he's like, you sure he did everything for you? Are you sure he was that nice of a guy to you? <laughs> and he's like, well, yeah. I mean, he, he he said that, you know, he's like, I was actually co- like cornered and ran away from a bunch of guys when they killed me. And he told everybody that I fought them bravely and stuff like that. And he's like, well, if you say so. And kind of just leaves it at that. And it kind of kind of pisses him off a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But on with the show. Um that happened like halfway through the wedding part, but um, then I went and got the the fire breather guy, and then it was time for the actual like was it the crowning the capping the capping. Um, did you do all of the like when you first get to the wedding? As Vladimir, you can talk to like the the bride. Yeah, I did all that, <laughs> and, and basically like really. Piss off the the, the husband room. to be yeah. the fiance. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I you're basically hitting that. on his wife in front of him. Yeah, I hit on his wife in front of him. Then said, uh, "You're kind of poor. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna pay for her to go to med school." <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I pissed him off thoroughly. <laughs> yeah, that's Vladimir. Yeah, uh, I told you I did every possible choice as him that was bad. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, let's fight, you know. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, um, toward the end of the night, uh, after the capping, um, or well, during the capping, I should say, they, they do the, 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 essentially the bouquet throwing. It lands on Shawnee, of course. Yeah, of course. And so, um, as Geralt is hitting on her, or not Geralt, excuse me. <laughs> Vladimir, 
is hitting on her, she finally decides, eh, it's midnight. It's it's time to go. And Geralt's like, yeah, it's, it's time to go. And um, <laughs> he comes out of his out of Geralt's body and is still talking to Geralt when all of a sudden, here comes Odem showing up. And Odem is sitting there eating an apple. And he's like, well, it's time. You've, you've finished your, your chore here. And, um, did he leave willingly or did Odim push him out? Odim, well, cause I, I thought Vladimir maybe didn't, he's like, no, I'm, I'm just not going to leave. That's right. That's right. Right there at the end there. He's like, well, he's like, I can keep going. Double cross. Yeah. He, yeah. he was walking, but I don't, I don't think he was actually going to, but, um, yeah, Odim showed up, pulled him out of Geralt. And then as he's eating an apple, tortures the living crap out of him and tells him you need to go away right now he said or, or i will really put you in a world of pain and of course i'm as Geralt now i'm like okay let him go he's like why he's just a ghost it's not like i can kill him again <laughs> uh and he does some major like screaming here yeah von everick does and Finally, he dissipates, and you're like, okay, what'd you do to him? He's like, oh, I sent him back to where he came from. I don't believe him. I think he, like, destroyed him or something. Did you go back to the crypt? No, I have not went back to the crypt. I never did either, but it's kind of cool. Apparently, if you do, uh, Shawnee has left some flowers by his grave. Interesting. Which I thought was an interesting, like, it's Geralt I like, but it took you, basically, Vladimir, to to bring it up, to bring it out. Yeah. This was was my take on it, and that's why she was a bit fond of him. And then Odem gives him some uh, a, a female advice. And was like, look, women are easy. They will, they'll be mad at you. And he said, trust me, in a day... She won't even care. And then he rides off, or just walks off. And so uh, Geralt's like, okay, I need to apologize to her somehow. Make her feel better. So uh, we have three options. You can choose two different types of wine. Get her drunk. Or give her uh, some berries that she loves. <laughs> yeah, and she, she told us, well, she told us, uh, you know, from her childhood, Something about the tree, like her father gave her those branches or berries, right? Yeah, she make necklaces out of the berries. Yeah. So I chose the berries, and I took them to her. And we went on a nice little stroll, and I did every single dialogue choice that was basically saying, I want you. And, uh, yeah. We, uh, we make our way to a rowboat, and we go off onto the lake. And go into the moonlight and have possibly one of the most gratuitous sex scenes in this video game. Did you not do this, Matt? No, I, I did. <laughs> I I did, but then after this I was like, no, feel guilty. That's it. We're done. Dude, this is a side story. This is not canon. <laughs> Trish would be disappointed. Jennifer would would throw me in a lake. 
<laughs> she did throw me in a lake. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, after that, uh, th- there is no choice here that allows you to say, hey, look, I, I love you. I want to make this happen. Geralt's like, okay, um, well, I can't be there for you every day. I have a job to do. And she realizes that. Yeah. She's like, I, you know, this is great, but I need somebody who's around more. Yeah. So, um, she, uh, leaves. The girl's like, okay, well, do me a favor. At least look up some more about this situation I'm in. Check on the Von Evericks. Check on Odem if you can. She said that she would. I then saved my game and then came on this podcast. That's where I stand. So, so many things I want to say. We'll wait for next week. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to do my best to finish this DLC for next week. Um, will but, that happen? I mean, that, th- there are a lot of good things about this DLC. The wedding, I thought, just overall was just handled really, really well. Yeah. Uh, and not only, like, what you do minute to minute is good, but then you've got your kind of your context of just seeing Geralt in a different light. Uh, you know, it, it's relatively funny. I don't know. It was just, just, uh, fun to play. I mean, this, I, I want to say maybe it took me about 11 hours total to play through the DLC and I just enjoyed all of it. Like I, it never felt like a chore. Not that I would expect the Witcher three would, but you know, still maybe a little shocked relative to last year. And, <laughs> Like, but right now, like, every time I sit down, I'm really excited to play The Witcher 3 and absolutely loved replaying through Horizon Zero Dawn. And now I'm back to this. I'm like, maybe it's almost fondness from having just played through Witcher 3, but I, I, I had almost a little nostalgia for a month ago when we were playing The Witcher 3. Uh, you know, just picking it back up. I did have just a couple of tiny little quirks where, like, I was like, wait, how do I, how do I, cast the spell or like I had to pick the one of the the one control thing that's always messed me up in the Witcher is how to use that special item like when I'm in the this little catacomb area trying yeah. to sprinkle it I'm like how do I where do I find that I don't know where to equip it 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 won't let me put it in either of my two like my left or my right pouch I think it so I can't put it in either of them in I, I don't know but that like that little quirk aside I finally did remember how I did it it's the weird, it's the middle mouse button, the wheel, scroll wheel. Oh, so you're playing with mouse and keyboard. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and it's, it's between that and Doom, my left hand is basically a claw. <laughs> uh, but, you know, aside from that one little quirk, I was like, yeah, it felt good to get back to the world of The Witcher. Uh, you know, in this, just as a self-contained story, it was just, you know, top to bottom, well done, I would say. Yeah, I would say like The Witcher Three Wild Hunt was like a a, a you know, three or four season television show, and then Hearts of Stone is like the follow up movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's it's, it's doing really good right now, and I and, I, I and there weren't any lulls. Like you're not spending a ton of time traveling. No, so it's you know it's ten or eleven hours, and they're all good. There's not a lot of <clears throat> or not as much time like out in the woods, wandering from place to place. There is still some of that, but uh, overall, I just thought it was 
of high quality and also dense high quality. Yeah. Yeah. I'm having a good time with it so far and I'm, I'm excited to see where it goes. But we do have an email that comes in from Jamie. It says, hi guys. Uh, so I've picked up Witcher again and man, do I suck. Holy crap. <laughs> Learning how to play this game again took me a long time and it reminded me that I have to pay attention to the enemies around me instead of just hacking and slashing. I'm pretty sure when I first turned it on, I ran into some drowners and they destroyed me really quickly. And I was like, well, this is going to be fun. So how, with so how crappy I was playing, can you imagine how displeased I was when the first boss that was effing frog or toad or whatever? It took me a good probably five or six tries, all the while trying to figure out my controls again and how to throw bombs with spells to use and a whole lot of dodging to finally kill that bastard. Then when I did, it felt instant. I felt instantly guilty as he seemed kind of hot. And what girl doesn't want to kiss a frog <laughs> and win the prince? I was actually upset that there wasn't an option somewhere in there to lift the curse. I'll be even more angry if you tell me there was and I didn't do it properly. But it seemed like yeah. that was the way the story was supposed to go. So I'm thinking I did it right. Yes, that yeah. is. There is no changing that. Yeah, it's pretty hardcore, like, sets him on the course for this whole DLC. Yeah. Uh, then when I uh, figured, then just when I figured they'll give me a break for a bit, I immediately get decimated by guys on the beach. Not going to lie, I did consider giving up at this point. After all, I've played the game, why do I need to finish the DLC? But I put it down for a while and came back to it with a bit more of a level head, and then I had no trouble with them. Funny thing, though, when I was on the beach, I thought I had been transported to their land, which made it really strange when I could call Roach, until I looked at the map and realized, nope, I just crashed somewhere close by, which was odd, because, but I guess the Magic Mirror guy did that. Anyways, then I met the Mirror guy and the cross at the crossroads and decided to do the three favors for the other guy. Good thing I'm not doing the podcast. Apparently being at home with my four kids with my kids for four weeks has weakened my mind. So I go to show a ghost a good time. Can I just say I found this whole thing to be really stupid? <laughs> I can't believe I'm about to say this, but honestly at one point I was like, seriously Shawnee, just sleep with the man so you can go so you're going to you know you're going to sleep with Geralt anyway, so kill two birds with one stone. I don't know if I just sucked at getting Vladimir laid or if you aren't meant to get Shani to sleep with him, but that whole thing was tiresome. Plus, the poor guy's dead. Is it that big of a deal to give him a bit of fun before he goes back to being dead? I then grappled with the strange realization that apparently I'd sleep with a ghost if I believed in ghosts, which I don't, before anyone gets any ideas. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I was I was relieved when the whole bit was over. Then the game pretty much forced you down the path of sleeping with Shawnee, and I felt really bad for cheating on Triss. I was surprised. <laughs> I was surprised there weren't any dialogue options to go back out of that storyline by saying you decided to settle down with Triss. But I suppose if they're already scripted a sexy boat scene, might as well go in as it were. Anyways. I've just gotten to the auction house now and started the second bit of the story. Se second bit of the story, so I'll have to end it here. Looking forward to finishing the story over the weekend. How are your social distancing backlogs coming along? Have you had time to play anything else, Jamie? I have had zero time to play anything else because while everybody is social distancing and working from home, <laughs> my ass is essential. In fact, 
we're getting ready to move to a new facility, so my hours have doubled. It sucks. <laughs> Unfortunately, I have... I have played a little bit of Resident Evil 3 with my friend, and I played a little bit of Animal Crossing and The Witcher 3, and that's about all I've played. Matt has been on a Doom extravaganza. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I was talking to Drew about this actually right before we started, but I listened to the audiobook for the Masters of Doom, which is about... John Romero and John Carmack, so I have been on quite the Doom tear, playing Doom Eternal quite a lot, and then scrounging and playing basically every version of the older Dooms, including Doom 64. Uh, Basically, a lot of that and a lot of uh, Jurassic World Evolution. Those have been the two I've been binging a lot lately. Yeah, I'm hoping to pick up Doom Eternal um, as soon as I finish Resident Evil 3. But that's the way that's going. It's going to be a while. I'm actually a little nervous at the moment. I'm not going to like Resident Evil 3 as much as I want to, given how much I've heard it's not as good as this remake of 2. Because I, I have a weird amount of love for Resident Evil 3 Nemesis. For some reason, it's the one that I'll always pick up because it's, I don't know, less complicated than the others. So like, if I just want a classic... Resident Evil fix, that's the one I tend to pick up, and I'll just play, like, I'll start a new game, play for a couple hours, and be like, oh, I feel satisfied. I-, I got my classic Resident Evil. So, you're not going to get classic Resident Evil out of this. Um, in fact, I will go ahead and say, I- I'm only halfway through the game, but I can pretty much guarantee you there's no puzzles in this game. Like, yeah. none. Certainly nothing like two, then. It is, get something, go do something, get something, go do something. Um, but but Nemesis was kind of like that too. It was l- much less puzzle. I mean, there were still some, but yeah. not like two. Yeah, back and, in the day. So and, it doesn't and, surprise me this one's got less. And that's true. Um, I mean, you know, Resident Evil Three was originally supposed to be a side story project, and they decided to just make it three. And I think the director of the game was like, "Whoa, this wasn't supposed to be number three, guys. This was supposed to be a side story." And they're like, "Well, it's three now." And he's like, well, <laughs> "Too late." Okay, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's still fine. Me and me and Crystal had a good time playing. You know, the parts that we played, we probably put in, I don't know about three, four hours into it. Um, but I mean, it's, it's definitely not Resident Evil Two. Like it's not, it's not that we're returning to the exact same spots constantly because we now have a new way of going somewhere. This yeah. is this is go here. We have to go here, so find a way to get there, kind of thing. Um, but yeah, it's it's okay. Like I, I'm still enjoying it. I'm going to finish it. So um, I didn't didn't expect to like Doom this much, to be honest. I absolutely love Doom 2016. I thought it was fantastic. It's one of the best shooters that's come out in years. It's so good. So I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm thoroughly like, go, I'm going to get Doom Eternal at some point. I feel like it clearly wasn't made for me. Like I'm not a good Doom player, but I love what it's trying to do. So I'm, and, and I, I, I get it. Like I really, really like the, over the topness of Doom, and I love how 
different it feels than most other shooters. Yeah. 2016 as well, but Eternal even more so, I think. The thing is, is like with these remakes, so you've got like, you know, Doom Eternal and Doom 2016. Between, so in the back in the day, I preferred Wolfenstein over Doom. Now, I prefer Doom over Wolfenstein. Yeah, I, I would say so too. I mean, I, I enjoy the new Wolfenstein games, but the, the Doom ones, uh, uh, again, are just so unique in the way they feel. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, that's that's going to be it for us this week. Um, if you'd like to send an email, it is drew at ztgd.com. Uh, you can also tweet to us. I am at Drew Leachman, and Matt is at REMGS. And the podcast itself is at ZTGD Phoenix Down. But uh, send those emails. I want to hear about the uh, your experiences with Hearts of Stone. Um, and we're going to try our best. I'm going to do my best to finish this DLC this coming week for the next recording. Matt, have yes. you figured out what you would like to do for our next game? Uh... Because we need to talk about that probably before we finish this. Yeah, we certainly do. Uh, I've got a few things. Okay. Because I feel like the suggestion list that I made was a lot of my suggestions. And it's a lot of the games that I... Like, you know, we've already done a game that you've played through that I haven't. And I don't want to do that constantly. I want what is <laughs> what is a game that you own that you have not finished, and yeah, that you want I mean, to finish. High on my list, in you know, with that specific criteria, would be God of War. Okay, I have not finished God of War. I played some of it. Me too. I, I maybe. Four to six hours in. You're probably about four, the same place. Four hours in, maybe. Yeah. God of War would be on my list. I would like to finish that game. In fact, I, even though I've made it relatively far in that game, I would be willing to start over again for the third time. <laughs> uh. I did also, I don't know if you saw, I sent over, I, I went back to our previous episode and listened to Chad's list. Yes, I had Chad resend that, okay. that email too as well. Okay. Um, And he had, I mean, he had it down to a freaking method almost of like how we could do stuff. Yeah, that was really uh, a really well put together list. I mean, I can read it off again. Um, so playing along with Horizon. He said you could probably fit Hearts of Stone in one episode in April. <laughs> Not really. Uh, along with a tw- 25 to 30 hour game, I was thinking Far Cry 5 would fit well to break up the genre monotony. Uh, when you Then in May, you could finish off The Witcher 3 Blood and Wine and still have time for a one-off game like Remember Me, which is a good That one's also high on my list. That I started it, but didn't get very far. Maybe I- an hour and a half. I own two copies of that game. I own it on Steam, and I own it on the PlayStation 3. And I have never booted it up. Uh, Let's see here. You could probably fit in God of War and Call of Cthulhu in June. 
which will help break up the open world games, considering the game's length, Dragon's Dogma may take a solid month. Uh, suggestion Spider-Man in August is a palate cleanser from the high fantasy RPGs, and then finish off the month with South Park, The Stick of Truth. And he said Assassin's Creed Origins, because it would be the month prior to the next Assassin's Creed game. And for October, he suggested doing the following DLC uh, for Dying Light and a co-op playthrough of Dead Space 3. Considering that more, one in particular, I'm looking forward to. I what? Yeah. Whenever I, we do it or however we do it, uh, that one is high on my list. I, I kind of want to do that too. I, I I would I would figure that would be a good a, a good game for both of us to do and do it co-op. We've only done yeah. what Resident Evil Six co-op. Yep, five. No six. Did we not play five together? I mean, it, we probably played five together. But I don't think we did it for the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. think it was for the guest. Yeah. Um, and then finish off the rest of the year with Red Dead Redemption Two. So, Matt, that's the I'm I'm leaving this one up to you because I feel like I've chosen the past few. Yeah, g- give me a day or two to to sleep on it then. Okay. I mean, it doesn't have to be something on that list. I know you really want to do Vampire the Masquerade. Yep, I certainly do. Have you played through that before? I have started it two or three times, but I've never made it more than two or three hours in. Okay. So, like that, like I said, I mean, take a look at your wall of shame, <laughs> and and and. Whichever one that you feel the desire to play, you choose it. If I own it, great. I'll play through it. If I don't, I'll get it. Okay. Okay. Because I don't want to be the only one doing this. (laughs) I don't want to be like, oh, (laughs) let's do Spider-Man when I know for a fact you've completed Spider-Man. Completed and enjoyed. There you go. And would play again. See, that's the thing. It's like, I I don't know. (laughs) I feel like an asshole doing that, you know? I know you want to, yeah, sure, I'd love to play it again, but I'm just like, yeah, but you've already experienced it. I want you to do one that you haven't finished. Yeah, we've got some good ones on this list, but uh, certainly, certainly I think there are more that would fit that criteria for both of us. Right. Okay, well, I'll tell you what, how about this? Um, Why don't we give you, you know, the weekend if you want to, and... I'll talk to you on Monday, and uh, if anybody out there who wants to, you know, know what we're going to be doing next, I'll tweet it out. You can just follow the uh, ZTGD Phoenix down, and we will put it on our Twitter on what our next game will be after Hearts of Stone. That sound good? That sounds perfect. Okay, we'll do that then. Well, that's going to be it for us. We're going to get out of here. I hope you guys have a great week, but until next time. I'm Drew. And I'm Matt. And we're out of here. You guys have a wonderful week. Stay safe out there. And we'll be back with the continuation and probably conclusion to The Witcher (laughs) 3 Hearts of Stone. 